As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome to the Alpha Male Podcast, the podcast where we talk about what it means to be a man, a man made in the image and likeness of God, strong, dominant, in control, brave, and courageous. Today's episode is going to be on adventure. Before we get into the episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. Share this podcast with your friends. You can check out more at goodshepherdtraining.com. If you guys normally skip the bio, I usually plug one in, a pre-recorded one. But I think today I'm just going to speak off the cuff. Shoot from the hip, whatever vernacular phrase you prefer. Who's the guy talking to you through the microphone? First and foremost, I am a Christian. I make no apologies for that. God is number one. And I want to honor that. And honor him. I grew up hunting and fishing in the backwoods of the southeastern United States. I joined the Marine Corps at 17. I did a couple of combat tours in Iraq. After my combat tours in Iraq, I was an urban warfare instructor for the United States Marine Corps, teaching urban warfare and desert warfare to Marines and other military forces. After that, I worked for LAPD as a sworn peace officer. I worked regular patrol assignments, more specialized assignments in law enforcement. was in that for a lot of years. I also served the United States Army, both full-time and part-time National Guard. I guess I should say that my primary MOSs in both were infantry. I started shooting competition even before I joined the Marine Corps at 17. In fact, by God's grace, with the talents he's given, even one a gold medal before I joined the Marine Corps at 17. I've won more competition shooting matches than I can re- honestly remember. State Rifle and Pistol Champion a few times over. West Coast Regional Rifle Champion. I've been a private contractor for a three-letter government agency that I won't specify. I've also been blessed to be the commander of a tactical team in a large metropolitan area where our primary objective Our job was to stop active shooters. Blessed be the Lord my rock who trains my hands for war and fingers for battle. I've hunted all over this beautiful country from mule deer on the west coast to white tail on the east coast to gray squirrel on the east coast to prairie dogs on the west coast. I have been a professional hunter and guide of all kinds of game. Professionally hunted things like buffalo and elk and deer and exotic species. I have slain wolf and bear and all manner of beast. 
I don't apologize for it. FBI certified, NRA certified, firearms instructor, professional firearms instructor for a lot of years. But if you ask me what I am, I'd say first and foremost, I'm a servant of God, a student of the Bible, a teacher, a preacher, and a fisher of men. Enough of that. With that, guys, let's roll into the body of this episode, which is going to be on adventure and manliness. As I was reading my Bible this morning, reading some in the beginning of the book and some in the back of the book. Now in 1 Corinthians, it is written, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And he repeats that. And that, in that verse, Paul, the author, is quoting Psalms 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And that's one thing that adventure does. It gets us out. Gets us out into enjoying God's beautiful creation. Gets us out of our boxes, out of our cubes. When you're in an unfamiliar environment, you tend to pay attention more, observe more, and hopefully appreciate more. I'm sure you can recall in your mind some great adventurers of the past. And likely they stand out to you as masculine. Magellan, DeSoto, Christopher Columbus, Lewis and Clark, Theodore Roosevelt. Great adventurers, likely you also think of them as manly. I'd like to give some quotes for some of these men. I should say quotes attributed to them. Obviously, I wasn't there to hear them speak in person. But a quote from Christopher Columbus. No one should fear to undertake any task in the name of our Savior. If it is just and if the intent is purely for his holy service. Also attributed to Columbus. Riches don't make a man rich. They only make him busier. Amen to that. One attributed to Theodore Roosevelt. But life is a great adventure, and the worst of all fears is the fear of living. And here's a quote that I heard years ago, and I don't remember who said it. If you know, let me know, and it may not be word for word. I've said it over the years. So if you know, write a comment on the podcast and let me know. But the quote is this. A brave man can live well anywhere. But a coward fears change. Now, I'll go through some reasons why I think adventure is important for manliness. Challenge, adversity, getting out of your comfort zone by God's grace will breed perseverance. And as it is written in the Bible, perseverance, character, and character hope. I think adventure can help lead to bravery and strength, spirit, soul, mind, and body. As the alpha male, you should want to be the strongest, bravest, best man that you can be. I think adventure can help steward that, can help bring that about in a man's life. The next one I think equally important, another facet of this. The world doesn't revolve around you. It doesn't revolve around me. It revolves completely and solely by the grace of God. For from him, and through him, and for him are all things. To him be glory forever. 
Amen. Romans 11. Now the world doesn't revolve around you. It doesn't revolve around me. And a reminder of that is getting out into the wilderness. Getting out into the woods. Getting out on an adventure. I alluded to in the bio, but I've been a leader from a young age. I was a team leader. My very first tour in Iraq. I guess even before that, I was a, one of the co-captains of the wrestling team in high school. I was a team leader my first tour in Iraq as a very young man. I was a section leader, squad leader my second tour in Iraq. And a non-commissioned officer throughout my military career since then. I alluded to being the leader of a tactical team in a large metropolitan area. I had 30-something people underneath me calling me yes sir, no sir. I pray that I was a good leader for them. Just and a fair leader. You have all those people doing stuff for you or if you're the boss or in charge of stuff. Even if it's just your own household, you start to think that things revolve around you. But it's a good wake-up call when you get out in the wilderness. See, the mountains don't care. They're not going to get any shorter because you want them to. That river you're trying to cross doesn't stop flowing because you want it to. If you walk into a cactus, it doesn't care what your title is or how much money you make. That deer you're trying to stalk in on and kill doesn't care, again, what your title is or how much money you make or how much you spend on your camo, how fancy your rifle is. It only knows that it doesn't want to be killed and it doesn't really care who you are. Now, as I alluded to, I've been a professional big game hunter and guide. Now, as a guide, I guided a lot of really wealthy people and a lot of them really nice, great people. But you get out in the woods stalking a wild animal. It doesn't care. It doesn't care how much money you spent to try and kill it. If you screw up and misread the wind, that's on you. Likewise, that fish in a stream doesn't care how fancy your rod and reel are. It doesn't care how hungry you are, how much you want to eat it, or how much time you spent patiently waiting. What's money or time to a fish? The reasons I like hunting and fishing, and shooting for that matter. I don't know who came up with this quote either, but I've been saying it for a while. The target is honest. The target doesn't care. You're not going to hit the bullseye because you really, really want to hit the bullseye because you spent a bunch of money. Only you putting that front sight on target and keeping it there through the firing cycle. That is what gets you to consistently hit the target. To make your mark. That piece of steel or that piece of paper doesn't care that you really, really want to hit it doesn't care about your title or your emotional state or anything like that. It only reveals the truth, whether you did or did not hit the target. I think that's a good and healthy thing to remember that the world doesn't revolve around you. As it is written, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. If you've ever, and I don't wish this for you on your adventures, but if you've ever almost died out in the wilderness or ever even been lost in the wilderness, like truly lost, it's a reminder that you need a savior. How big God is. How big God is compared to you. You think of the earth and the sea. Every star in the sky. That God is everywhere in all things, in the macro and in the micro. 
the heavens and the earth. And the Bible also says he knows every hair on your head. The all-knowing. Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows us his handiwork. A reminder of your rightful place and a reminder of the majesty and beauty and strength of God. Transitioning in to the next facet of this, I would say, a lot of people call it self-reliance. I'll call it God-reliance. When you go out on an adventure, you generally don't have the support network that you generally would have. Perhaps your adventure takes you off grid. Perhaps your adventure takes you out of cell service. You can't just Google something if you don't know it. You have the knowledge that you have, which is encourages you to study in the times and take advantage of the knowledge that you have access to when you do. When you need something and you can't just go to the store and get it, when you can't just give a piece of paper money in exchange for something, you have to make it or find it. Now, a lot of people do this, and I don't encourage this should in my opinion, not be the majority of times that you pray. But we often pray, and we should pray when we need things. Pray to God, because he's the provider of all things. And I think getting out of adventures will do that, because it will put you in a position where you're reminded of what you need. Hopefully your adventure will challenge you in different ways. Oftentimes, when I go out into the wilderness, I will on purpose not bring food or water. As a show of faith that my God supplies all my needs. And I'm not trying to pretend like I'm Moses or Jesus. Far from it. I've never fasted food and water for 40 days. It's a good reminder, I think, that we often forget that every time we eat, every time we drink clean water, is a gift of God and we should give thanks because we couldn't eat without him. We couldn't drink without him. We live, especially if you're listening to this in America, we live in a society where calories, where food is so abundant. It's often opposite of what it normally is in most of human existence in that you're trying to get more calories to sustain yourself opposed to food just being so abundant. The last job I was talking about in that big metropolitan area, that job was they gave us free food as much as we could eat. All kinds of food that people in third world countries have probably never even seen or tasted. They gave it to us for free because they didn't want us to waste time going out to get food. We live in a culture and a society where food is so abundant. What I have recently several times gone out, like I said, with no food or no water and hunted and gathered for food. There is food God provides. Grasshoppers, prickly pear, the birds of the air, the beasts of the field. I even found wild honey. Fish in the water. And God loves you as much as he loves me. He provides for you too. Every meal that you eat, every morsel of food is a gift. When you actually work for it, when you actually go out and hunt and gather, I think it's a reminder of that, of how, how much of a blessing it really is that you eat every day and drink water every day that's clean and good. Well, I hope by God's grace I have made you all hungry. Hungry for adventure. Whatever that means for you. It doesn't have to be the things that I like. I'm not so vain as to think that every man should be like me. Your adventure could be far different, but I think it would still be good and healthy and beneficial and grow you as a man in strength and courage. I've traveled all over the world. Your adventure may be going to some culture, some city that you've never been to and exploring it. Your adventure should be whatever 
you can do the resources, money, and even more precious time that you're allotted. Maybe that's if you live in Florida, just getting out through a river or a creek or a pond that you've never fished or been to. Perhaps if this is all new to you, perhaps adventure for you is going to your local state park and pitching a tent because you've never done it and learning how to do that. Perhaps adventure for you, and this is an example from my wife who I dearly love. She grew up kind of a city girl, and she's super country now. She liked hiking, but she had always hiked on trails. I purposely, almost as soon as I can, get off any kind of trail and get out off into uncharted territory. Perhaps if you go hiking on a trail, perhaps try getting off the trail, going overland, cross-country, on a road less traveled. Nothing wrong with getting started in the world of hiking on, you know, well-marked, well-established trails. Push yourself. Get out of your comfort zone. If you always go running down a city street, you one day a week find somewhere where you can run across open land, over logs, over rocks, around cactus, or through mud puddles. I don't know what it is for you, but I think adventure will probably be good for you. Whatever that means, and I don't know, maybe you have some kind of physical limitation. You know, that could be for you borrowing or renting some kind of off-road vehicle and going off-roading if that's your thing. If you live your whole life in the snowy white north of Canada, maybe getting out into the desert. If you're from the desert or from Florida, maybe that's getting somewhere up like the frozen white north. It doesn't have to be the things that I like, but think of how you can get some more adventure in your life. One day when you're old and gray, God willing, we all live that long and looking back and reflecting on your life, I doubt you're going to wish you had watched more Netflix. Or spent more time at the mall. So like an alpha male, stand up, get out there and get it done. Going hiking to renting a canoe to maybe just, I don't know who you are, maybe just trying fishing for the first time. But I would encourage you, we have a great blessing here in America that a lot of other countries, a lot of other European countries and places like that don't have. I'm currently living off grid, which I'm not telling you to go and do unless you want to. That's its own kind of adventure. But I'm in a national forest that my research showed and that I heard was 1.8 million, 1.8 million acres. And there's other national forests around it. I have been going on adventures and exploring here. Just a small fraction of that 1.8 million acres on this one national forest. So I know a lot of the U.S. population lives east of the Mississippi, but you've been given a great gift in this open land. If you have never experienced the beauty and the openness and the solitude of the West, you may want to look into that great and wonderful gift. So again, I'll just reiterate, get out there. Enjoy God's beautiful creation. Stand up like an alpha male. It's okay to get a little dirty, a little beat up, a little scratched up, a little tired, a little dehydrated. It's okay to wander. For it is written in the Bible, we are all strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Many of the great men in the Bible were also great adventurers. Moses, 40 years in the wilderness. Abraham, called from the place of his fathers to a new land that he hadn't been. Paul, who wrote a big chunk of the New Testament, traveled to distant lands, shipwrecked, different cities to different cultures, to different places. Perhaps God's calling you somewhere. Have the faith and courage to stand up and do it.
With that, guys, I'll say thanks for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Podcast. If you like this podcast, if you care about the important stuff, you can check out Simple Man Sermons, the preachings of a simple man called by God to share the good news of Jesus Christ. You may also like Gunfighter Life if you like guns and gunfighting and tactical stuff. You heard my bio, I've been a professional gunfighter a long time, and I like to pass that real-world first-hand experience to you from a Judeo-Christian perspective. You can check out all that and more at goodshepherdtraining.com, goodshepherdtraining.com. I guess I should mention, if you're interested, if you're anywhere in the Arizona area, southwest, want to do some shooting instruction, some tactical instruction, some wilderness adventure, some learning to hunt, fish, whatever it is, anything like that, you can go to goodshepherdtraining.com. If you want to check out some of the cool pictures from not just recent adventures, not just recent hunting and gathering, but my time as a professional big game hunter, some war photos, some pictures of slain beasts, some cool insider tips and tricks. Again, go to goodshepherdtraining.com. Scroll to the bottom. There's a Patreon link on there for as little as a dollar, the fraction of the price of a cost of ammo or a cup of coffee from a fancy coffee store. Please consider being a part of the tribe, supporting in that way. These podcasts are free to listen to, but, you know, they're not free to produce. So please consider going to goodshepherdtraining.com, scrolling down and going to Patreon. And if you are a Patreon, I just want to sincerely thank you. Just knowing that there are strong men out there willing to help out is a great encouragement. With that, guys, as a thanks for listening, I'll give you a tactical tip. If you decide to go out and explore, you decide to go out into the desert, if you ever see a cactus that looks kind of fuzzy and fluffy, it's not. Don't touch it. If you do happen to touch it, either on purpose or accidentally fall into it or whatever, and you get a bunch of those little hair-like cactus pricks in you. I found a way that gets them out fairly well than trying to bite them out or cut them out with a knife. And that is taking a sponge, just a dry yellow dish sponge, and rubbing it in there. And those needles tend to prefer that to your skin and stick in there and come out just by rubbing it back and forth, up and down. And another tactical tip, if you have been listening for a while, you know that I'm into EDC everyday carry, and I think that men should carry knives. If you have, if you are going out into a wilderness excursion, you have that, you know, wilderness knife, whatever you want to call it, depending on the construction and type of your knife. But uh, some things that you can do is wrap some cordage around there, those little small fire-starting ferrocium rods that you hit with the knife and they cause sparks to make a fire. There you, you can get those in all different shapes and sizes. I have some that I have attached to the outside of fixed blade knives. I have some that are wedged into the space in between a folding knife. And also like to attach some fishing line. I like to braid it better, but just monofilament will work in some very small fish hooks. Because you can catch a big fish on a small hook, but really hard to catch a small fish on a big hook. And one or two fish hooks, because they're really hard to fabricate in the wilderness. You can make bobbers, you can make sinkers, you can catch insects to fish with. But making a hook is not impossible, but it can take you a lot of time. And if you're hungry, you probably don't want to spend that time. And those will be the tips for the day. Thanks for listening, man. Get out there and be an alpha, and have a blessed day. Hey guys, postscript. I think a cool addition to this would be a Walmart survival adventure kit for those that want to get out and get into some adventure.
So if that's something that interests you, if you're not subscribed already, make sure you're subscribed so you can get that short episode. I'll try and get that out. So don't forget to comment and like and subscribe if you want to hear that episode on Walmart or Budget Adventure Survival Kit. Thanks, guys. Have a blessed day. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.